0: This is an All Ears English podcast episode 881. Do natives actually use the past perfect? Welcome to the All Ears English podcast downloaded more than 50 million times. We believe in connection, not perfection with your American hosts, Today, Andrej asks us whether the
1: past perfect is really relevant to use in natural conversations or whether it's just something we all learn in English class that will make you sound unnatural. Find out today.
0: Hey, Michelle, what's going on? Hey,
1: Lindsay. Not too much, not too much. Enjoying uh, cold weather. Not really
0: enjoying it, but you know, trying to stay positive. <laughs> How are you? I mean, pretty good. Like, that's life in New York City, right, Michelle? I mean, that's New York City. It gets, it gets cold. It gets really hot in the summer and it gets cold in the winter, doesn't it? Yeah. I shouldn't complain though, because you have it worse. I have it worse. I have it worse. <laughs> I think it doesn't get as hot in the summer here, but it gets really it gets colder in the winter. And yep. I don't know how much longer I could stay in Boston. <laughs>
1: yeah, I don't blame you. I, no. I don't know how much I. Uh, yeah, sometimes I'm like I really should just move somewhere.
0: uh Oh, my phone is. Oh, oh, trying to get out of the episode again. <laughs> You're trying to
1: get out of the episode. Okay, all right. I'm across the room from it, guys. This is real. Uh, what should we do?
0: <laughs> real <laughs> I mean, time. Maybe we could just stop. Do you want to stop? We'll just stop. No, That's no, okay, no. Please. I
1: think we should. I think we should keep going. It'll be just we done going? in one okay. second
0: okay okay all right here we go we are back at it one. so <laughs> speaking of new york Michelle. i mean you said uh that you moved to new york about seven years ago right maybe yeah years like ago, seven
1: huh? almost eight like seven and a half at this point oh my
0: god and when you moved had you been to the city before you had right because your parents had grown yeah i've okay. I'd been
1: i had been to the city a lot um yeah my parents are from there i had my aunt used to live here and i just loved new york Oh off.
0: man. Yeah. Cause you, you shared with us once that you had like dreamt about moving to New York when you were a kid, right? Yeah.
1: That was what I wanted. That was it. That was the dream. That was what
0: you wanted. That was the dream and you've made it come true. That's pretty cool. <laughs> pretty awesome. <laughs> <laughs> Thank you. <Yeah>. Thank you. <laughs> so guys here we've been, what have we been doing Michelle with our, our grammar here? Grammar episode today. Woo.
1: Woo. <laughs> uh, yes. Well, we were using a very special tense. I wonder if our listeners can guess it.
0: I wonder. Can you guys guess it? Can you hear what we used? What did we use, Michelle?
1: The past perfect. Ooh.
0: Yes, that elusive past perfect tense that all our listeners want to master, right? It's always a question. In classes and things, do you get this question a lot. Of course. Yeah, past perfect is, is tough. It's really tough. And I feel like it's one that probably a lot of our listeners, even at their level, intermediate, high intermediate, they feel like they can't quite nail it down, right? So in my opinion, I think that it's used much less than the present, the present perfect or the simple past. So I don't think it's quite as important for everyday conversation. Um, You know, when we're just getting, doing small talk, getting to know someone. What do you think, Michelle?
1: Yeah, when we're doing small talk or getting to know someone, but I, you know, I really have to think about this one. I think it may be used a little bit less, but um, mm. I really, I would really have to think about it and pay attention um, because I think that it is a, it is important, um, mm.
0: and I mm-hmm. don't think
1: we should shy away from it, guys, because I think it can really help us explain when things have happened.
0: Yeah, no, I definitely don't think I agree with that, Michelle. I don't think we should shy away from it. I mean, I think when it comes to prioritizing what we're going to learn, we should be using the 80-20 rule, like, right? Like 80% of, you know, uh, 20% of our work can get us 80, 80 20% of the things we do get us 80% of the results, right? So we want to understand what is the one, what are the few tenses we can focus on to get us 80% of the way to fluency, right? Mm-hmm. And I think that this might fall outside of that realm, but let's go through it today, Michelle. This came from. All a right. Let's talk from- it out. Yeah, let's talk it out. This came from a question from a listener. So, Michelle, what's the question? Could you read it for us? All right. We're in conversational
1: English. Yeah, yeah. This is a okay, question
0: that's... from Andrej again. I oh, believe. oh okay. Yes. All right.
1: Number eighteen. <laughs> yes. All right. In conversational English, do you use the past perfect tense or does it sound too formal? So you usually try to avoid it. For example, would you use sentences like I had met her before you introduced us? You mm-hmm. said uh or oh, or you said mm-hmm. you had bought a new car. Mm-hmm. If I had studied harder for the exam, I would I'd have passed it, it's etc. Okay. Sometimes I hear you're using it on the show, but it may be because your teacher's educated, etc. Well, thank you. Um, similar <laughs> with the future pre- perfect tense. Does it sound natural? Like, I'll have finished cooking by the time you get home. Okay, mm-hmm. next week we'll have been together for ten years, etc. Okay, Andres. Yeah. Oh, okay. Ooh, making mm-hmm. my making me think today, Andres. Making me think. Yeah, that's what we're here for, right? That's right. That's right. <laughs> exactly. Got to think this one out. Yep.
0: Yeah. I mean, we 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 do want to be smart about how we spend our time. Well, let's just break it down here. I mean, I guess really, you know, I I, I would first of all say I don't think it's um, an issue of it being too formal, right? No. It's just it's just a grammar point, like you know, one grammar point is not necessarily more formal than another. Do you agree with that part, Michelle? Yes. Yes. Yeah. So. Right. So when we talk about vocabulary, which we do a lot on this show, certain vocabs are more formal than others. Yes. But grammar is just grammar. And it's just, it's more about the situation. You know, yes. it's more about what are we talking about? What's the content of what we're sharing? You right. Know?
1: what's the need, right? What's the need for exactly. uh, using
0: that tense Exactly. So I think it comes down to understanding, Andrej. What are the conversational situations when you might use it, and how often do those actually come up? You know. Mm. So the first one is what, Michelle? There's one situation where we definitely use it,
1: it's, which is what? Uh, in retelling a story.
0: Yeah. So like you're giving background of things that happened before that event that are relative to that event, uh, relevant. So we're going to show you an example of this in just a minute. Um, but there's another one, another situation. What is that, Michelle?
1: Well, with conditionals, right? So, if Y had happened, X would have happened.
0: Right. So, had happened would be the past perfect, right? If Y had happened, X would have happened. So, yeah, sure. We use that sometimes, I guess, right? Right, right, right. Um, and the, mm-hmm. Yeah. And then the other one is that one that uh, Andrej had given us.
1: Yeah. This was the reported speech one, right? So, you said you had.
0: Yeah. Yeah. And in that one, we didn't focus on that as much in this episode, but... Um, and sometimes we would use the past perfect. You don't always have to when you're reporting someone's speech, right? Uh, we right. can do another episode on that, I think, uh, to focus on that today. But for example, when I used to teach this in the classroom, I used to look at this this tense, the past perfect. I used to have my students write out timelines um, yeah. and labeling event. I like that because it helps students talk about their lives, like what happened before what but I feel like in a conversational situation, it's just it just doesn't come up as much, right? You know, for example, like we're talking about going to Rome, right? It's not as common to say something like, "I had already visited Rome three times by the time I went right. to Paris, right That's right. like, just a mouthful is what I mean.
1: Right, right. That's true. That's true. Um, that's a lot to say.
0: (laughs) Yeah. (laughs) I feel like that's, that's a good way to learn it, but it doesn't always, like when you talk about your life, you don't always actually use that timeline that much, the past perfect in that timeline. Do you, would you agree?
1: Yeah. I, I would, I would agree. Yeah. I do agree with that.
0: (laughs) Yeah. So in this role play, we're going to focus on using the past perfect guys in a story and in the third conditional. Okay. Okay. All right. Like it. Okay. So here we go. So Michelle, can I tell you what happened when I went hiking last weekend?
1: Um, yeah. Oh, geez. What happened?
0: Well, we got to the mountain and being overconfident and silly, we decided to take one of the toughest trails in New England. My friend Anna had done the trail back in the summer. Oh, she had? That's good. Yeah, but this was winter hiking with ice and micro spikes.
1: (laughs) Ooh, so what happened? Was it as bad as you thought?
0: To make a long story short, we had to rely on the Fish and Game Department to talk us through our descent.
1: Oh, man. Imagine if you hadn't had phone service.
0: (laughs) Okay. Okay. Yeah, so that's a real story. I'm I'm going to talk about that. Oh, really? Story. Uh, yeah, this, we got into some trouble um, a few weeks ago and got really scared and oh, I'm thi- no. I'm thinking I'm, I'm trying to get my friend Zoe to come on the show. She was actually there with me Anna and Zoe. The three of us we went up hiking last Sunday and I'm um, trying to get her to come on the show. She wants to come on to talk about what happened and what the takeaways were. I thought that would be interesting for yeah, our listeners. Yeah, that does friend. sound
1: that's scary.
0: But it was a scary day. Like my stomach was in knots even oh. until like, like the oh. evening, after, way after we were down, my stomach was in knots oh, because I definitely had a moment where I was like, what do we do? We're stuck. We can't go up and we can't go down. Um. Oh so, but we'll, we'll talk about that a little bit later okay. on the show, guys. Okay. But anyways, this is a cool role play because we can show you guys how the past perfect does come into play, but in a more natural way, right? More yeah, natural right. than your timeline, your life timeline, right? So for example, what did we say here first with a giving background to a story? Concept. Right.
1: Well, you said my friend Anna had done the trail back in the summer.
0: Super relevant, right? Supernatural relevant way to use the past perfect. Why? Because we need that background. Why do right. we need that background? Yeah.
1: To share, to, to give background information, to share what was going on. And, you know, obviously we, you know, we think of, uh, past perfect of the past of the past. So the
0: summers and the past. And so, yeah. Yeah, yeah, exactly. The past of the past. Exactly. We didn't really define the past perfect when we started. <laughs> so you're right. It's two steps back. That's what I always used to say. It's like the past of the past. So I like the, All, the problem. Although, Sorry. Mm-hmm. <laughs> I yeah. just want to bring up one
1: point. Um yeah. if we're talking about had done the trail back in the summer, you could have you could also say did back in the yeah. summer, right? Totally. Because, mm-hmm. because the thing is, you know, um in back in the summer, that's still mm-hmm. just the past, right? So exactly. maybe you if you said it like she had done it before the summer or like mm-hmm. she did I don't know. Mm-hmm. But both yeah, of them so, are fine here.
0: So that might be part of why um the past perfect is not that like what i'm what i'm trying to say is that the past perfect is maybe not that 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 important as important as present perfect simple past all these other tenses yeah
1: true right because
0: natives might actually like just swap in something else instead of it and it might still work (laughs) like like you just said right michelle right right exactly yeah, but but so both would work there. So my friend Anna did the trail back in the summer, or had done the trail because we're emphasizing it was it was two steps back, right? Now is the present. There was the, there was the day we had this problem, and then before that, right? She had done it, um, mm-hmm. and then I I like how you responded, and you said, "Oh, oh, she had, yeah." That's supernatural. In my mind, the problem I have with. Past perfect is that it's just, it's clumsier. It's just, it's not the way that we study it is a clumsy way of, we don't actually use it in those clumsy ways. This is less clumsy to me. You say, oh, she had, right? That's, that is using the past perfect, but it's not clumsy. It's natural and native.
1: Right, right, exactly. I, I still think, I still think that in this one, the, the, just the regular past simple would have been done because yeah. I, I think, yeah, but, um, so, but I would agree that, yeah, oh, she had would have been, um, the good, you know, question to ask if somebody's using that.
0: Right. So if you had said, if I had said, my friend Anna did the trail back in the summer oh, she did, right? You yeah. would have probably said, oh, she did, right? Um, but because I used the Path Perfect, maybe you would have mirrored it, maybe not necessarily either.
1: <laughs> right, right, right.
0: <coughs> yeah, exactly. You love listening to All Ears English every week, so why not go one step further and get the transcripts so you can follow along and mirror our pronunciation while you listen? You can subscribe and save 50% off the normal price when you go to allearsenglish.com forward slash subscribe. Okay, and then in another situation, we use the conditional for the past perfect. What did we say at the end?
1: Oh, imagine if you hadn't had phone service.
0: Oh man. And again, another example would be we could have actually used the simple past there too, right? What would that look like if we just didn't use a conditional? Imagine because,
1: if you didn't have phone service.
0: <laughs> right? So so that's that's kind of what we're saying, like it it can be used in natural conversations, but sometimes I think natives just get a little lazy
1: and right. instead they
0: just swap in the simple past what do right.
1: you think well yeah i i mean i agree i think if if we were talking about um Hmm. Yeah, I, I agree. I think that a lot of times there, people switch them up a little bit. I think if it's very obvious that it's the past of the past, then people are going to use the past perfect. If right? it needs to
0: be obvious, right? Exactly. If it needs to be right, obvious. right.
1: Well, like mm. the example from the beginning, I mean, that's the example that I always use when I'm teaching it is I always mm. ask my students, which is funny that you asked me that. I always say, oh, had you been to New York <laughs> before oh, you moved here? So I think if you said, did you go to New York before mm. before you moved here see that yeah. would sound unnatural to me so <laughs> sometimes it really i mean if it's the past of the past so it's double past so when it's double past i think it is important to, to use it but when it's kind of Uh, um, ambiguous as to like when your friend went in the summer wasn't in the early summer so you're trying to uh, like you're trying to emphasize that it was the past of the past then oh sorry I'm getting confusing here but when (laughs) it is necessary to be the double past I think it's best to use it
0: yeah when it's relevant when it's like extremely relevant to the point you're making then it's good to use it but when it's not necessarily that important then yeah right. it's that, and that's kind of why we maybe don't hear natives using it quite as much because it's not always totally important and crucial. But really, we want you guys to be the judge. Like so this yes. is what we're saying. This is kind of our hypothesis. Okay. But the way you can actually check on this is that you can go and get the transcripts, yeah, right. you can and then you can highlight in our conversations and our like, our chats. When we get casual on the show, you can actually see how many times we do use it. And then you can go, you can go to NPR and you can, uh, something more formal, get the transcripts there, npr.org, underline and highlight where the, and count the number of times we use, they use the past perfect versus the simple past. And then you'll get a sense of the percentages in daily conversation versus news. That's really what we want you to do today, right? Just take this as a hypothesis and then go out and check it out for yourself. Okay. Oh yeah,
1: be- investigate, investigate, but <laughs> <Would laughs> investigate, be good. and let us know what you find out.
0: Let us know what you find out exactly. And then Andres also asked a second part of the question, which I think is more extreme. Right, the future perfect tense. I will have finished p- cooking by the time you get home. Um, what are your thoughts about this one? Do you use this in conversation, Michelle? Very much yourself? Huh.
1: Good question. Um, probably not. A- not that often. Probably not um yeah yeah i think I. you know it's very possible that i would just say i'll i'll be i'll <laughs> Hmm. like
0: i'll be done with dinner or something like that like i'm gonna be done with dinner yeah
1: something <laughs> like that
0: by the t- i will i'm yeah I, i'm gonna be done cooking by the time you get home yeah. i will be done cooking by the time you get home maybe that's I'm, what I-, I would say I'll probably be done cooking. There's a lot of other things we can say. Yeah. And I think like I will have finished cooking by the time you get home. It's a mouthful. Yeah. It's a little bit clumsy. So we just want you guys to think outside of just the standard, you know, grammar forms that you learn in a textbook. You know, there are other ways to say things. Yeah. Yeah. I mean. Yeah. Yeah. The way I envision this future perfect is more when it comes to setting goals. And I think that's actually what they teach you in the classes is really, you know, okay, for example, by the end of 2018, I will have climbed Mount Agoncagua. That's the one in uh, Ecuador. Maybe. No, I doubt it. It's way too high.
1: It's
0: crazy. <laughs> <laughs> but anyways, um, you know... But I still, I think I might think more like, oh, in 2018, I'm going to climb Mount Aconcagua. Right. I'm not going to, unless I'm making a big declaration, by the end of 2018, I will have climbed Mount Aconcagua, right? That's like a big declaration, a verbal declaration. Um, instead, you might just say, I'm going to do this. I'll do this. I'm hoping to do this. Okay?
1: Right, right, right. I could see you using it like if you're ta- if you're like... If you know that you're, if you, if you're seeing a friend and you know that you're, maybe they live far away from you. So you know that you're not going to see them again. So you could be like, um, I, I don't know. I'm just thinking of like when a family mm-hmm. member has had a baby, right? Or something like that. And like you say, Oh my gosh, like the next time I'll see you, you'll, you know, um, mm-hmm. you'll already have, you know, Wait. Yeah.
0: Yeah. You, you'll you'll, you'll have, have lost your a uh, tooth or something, right? You yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah.
1: Yeah. 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 Something like that. Like that's how I could see uh, using it as well.
0: Yeah. Yeah. <clears throat> but there are lots of alternatives that so, are yeah. a little bit less <clears throat> clumsy in your mouth to actually say. <laughs> long. It's long winded. It's like by the time you finish saying that, the person will have lost interest.
1: will <laughs> have left the room.
0: <laughs> <laughs> With our short attention spans these days. Yeah. Like bye. You'll look up. Where did you go? Like, what will you have done by the end of, you know, it's so long. Oh my gosh. We don't have good attention spans anymore. Uh, <laughs> Anyways, that's just kind of our two cents, our two cents there. Um, so these two tenses guys, you know, past perfect, future perfect. Good question, Andrej. And what's the takeaway then, Michelle, today?
1: Um, yeah, well, just what we were saying, you know, like, um, think about the frequency of, uh, use, you know, these are the two tenses, like the past perfect and the future, per- future perfect, we're saying are not really all that common necessarily, right? And they're used really for kind of specific situations. Um, yeah. and, yeah. you know, textbooks maybe put these like at the end of the syllabus, right? Yeah. Or as one yeah. of the final units, right? But, yeah. um, what do you think about that, Lindsay?
0: I mean, I just, I don't know whether they should be weighted in the same, if there are like 10 units in a textbook and, you know, number one is like the present and then simple past and present perfect. I don't know if this one deserves the same weight Mm -hmm. in terms of time spent, but it's good to know it guys, but also know that you do have a lot of alternatives to using this. If it doesn't feel right, if it feels stiff, if it doesn't feel relevant, you don't need to be the one speaking textbook English while all your native friends are speaking real English, right? You can speak real English, okay? That's the point. Right. That's right. The point.
1: Right. I like that. That is the point.
0: That's a takeaway for today. And we've already talked about how you guys can go ahead and test our hypothesis out by getting our transcripts. AllEarsEnglish.com forward slash subscribe and get your highlighter out and get ready. <laughs> yes. 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 All yes. right. Very cool. That's the assignment for today. And if you're taking the IELTS exam, guys, go over, subscribe to IELTS Energy Podcast, another award-winning podcast from All Ears English. All right. We can say that now, Michelle. <laughs> That's right. Ooh,
1: very excited. All right.
0: Very cool. Very cool. Cool. All right, Michelle, thanks for hanging out today. It's been a longer one, but we tackled a grammar point. We did. We
1: did. All right. Good question. Thank you.
0: (laughs) Thanks to Andres for that question. All right. Cool. Take care, Michelle. Talk to you soon. All right. Bye, Lindsay. Bye.